This podcast features strong language, adult themes, and violence, and is not recommended for younger listeners. Enjoy! Welcome, my darling, to episode 6 of the Blood Crow Stories. I'm so glad you've joined us. You seem to be doing well. At least you did this morning when I peeked in on you. Keep resting. It won't last long. Hello, everyone. I know these last few episodes have been, well, weird. I'm not going to make excuses. I'm just going to press on forward. I've really let this whole thesis affect me way more than it should, and I just, I can't do that. If I am ever going to finish this and actually graduate, I'd have to stop caring, which at this point feels impossible. I I, want to beat the shit out of Fiona's husband. I want to hug Penny. I want to get Aiden a beer. I want to rescue Nora. (laughs) It's too much, and Chris and Amelia are losing their patience with me every day, and I, I know that they think this is all so stupid. Maybe when I finish it all, they'll understand, but I don't want to stop this podcast, so I'm just going to review Dr. Wiseman's tapes myself, you know, the whole reason I'm doing this, and I'll just throw together some of the tapes, and I, I hope you guys find it entertaining. All right, Colin, I need you to help me with something important. Oh, shite, what is it now? I thought you were off the whiskey. No, 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 you haven't had a drink in a while, actually. Uh, Look, the captain, he's... He's not that different from us, you see. These Richies definitely don't consider one of them, but he's clearly not one of us. So what I'm thinking, you're probably the one of us that can pass for rich the easiest. I doubt that. Yeah. You and your haircut, I don't know you paid Rosie too much for. Fine, fine. What do you want me to do? So I'm thinking, you go up to the captain's steering room, right? Mm-hmm. And just appeal to him, man to man. Get him to pardon the stowaways. Tell him we're willing to do anything to make it all square. Only one is to be legitimized so we don't have to live in fear. And maybe come above deck and enjoy some life once in a while. But that's a negotiation point you can work on it with, right? We're going to be here for longer than we can hide, mate. Might as well get the man running all this on our side. That's... It's not a bad idea, actually. I mean, normally out of their bloody mind, but... This one's actually not a bad plan. Of course, it's really the only option we have at this point, but hey, why not? Ah, it's a boy. I know you'd be good for it. One of the men has a suit you can wear. I think we should do it during Valentine's Day next week. There'll be a lot of people up there. The captain won't want to make a big scene. And since it's a celebration, the cops should be relaxing along with everyone else. That sounds far more complicated than we need it to be. Ah, it'll be fine. Trust me, these rich folks can't stand to look bad in front of each other. It's our best chance to make them listen to you. I've been up there. I can show you how to get in. We'll sneak up late tonight and I'll show you the area. It's a bright blue door. You can't miss it. Fine. Ah, there's a good lad. I'll do it. Oi. Oh, well, Sersha. Oh, hey, Colin. Aiden, I just wanted to come say thank you for the other day. During the whole thing, you know, how you helped everyone and kept such cool heads. I mean, you were a real leader. It was... So admirable. Uh, it, it wasn't a big deal. Oh, yeah, we're a couple of heroes, the two of us. I guess. Anyway, I was going to ask if you want to have dinner soon. Maybe next week? Uh, next uh, Well, I mean, maybe. I've, I've got a lot of important things to do and all, but, um, I mean, uh, maybe. Oh, yeah, we've got some real important things to do, you know, since, since we're heroes and all. Colin, can you be quiet for five minutes? Fine. So, 
next week. Won't take no for an answer. All right, I'll, I'll see you next week. So this is my update after the situation above the water. It would appear we were within line of fire for some bombs. But being where we are as well as underwater, I feel made the situation less intense. I will be doing follow-up appointments with all my participants, as well as opening my doors to other passengers. For many, I'm sure this is the first time they've ever encountered such noises or events. The effects on their psyche will undoubtedly be drastic. It's not avoidance, Mary. It's giving you time to come to your senses. It's not my senses. That's the issue. You won't even let me say what's going on with me. You're seeing the doctor. He'll sort everything out with you. I don't want us to say things we'll regret. No, you just don't want to listen. You can't bear to hear anything that contradicts what a perfect husband you think you are. <laughs> Tommy, you come back here. I'm going back to my room. Our room. The room you are supposed to be staying in. I'm letting you have this little vacation from me, and I'm tolerating your issues. When the doctor clears you, I'll welcome you back with open arms. But I will not stand here and listen to your attacks against me. There's nothing to discuss. Keep seeing Dr. Wiseman and get your head on straight. Tommy! Hello, Dr. Wiseman. I know, I shouldn't have yelled. I just felt so angry. Every night without Mary just feels wrong. She's my wife. She's supposed to be by my side, always. And I know I shouldn't have recorded that conversation without telling her, but she keeps yelling at me about what she wants to talk about. And I just wanted you to hear how irrational and emotional she's being. I hope she's working on things with you. She can be so stubborn when she's like this. Okay, if I can be blunt, fuck Tommy. Like, I've been on his side. He really seems to love her so much, but I hate the way he's shutting her down. And of course, since Mary doesn't have her own briefcase, I can't figure out exactly what's going on there. That's another thing I've had to work on in class, because often the story you get from your patient can be wildly different from the truth. It's not like they're lying, it's just that their emotions change the story because of how they perceive it. If Tommy could just learn to actually listen, maybe these tapes wouldn't be so damn frustrating. I gotta move on. I'm getting invested. Well, I'm above deck, which should satisfy Edith, and Edith is nowhere to be seen, which satisfies me. Oh, sure, she took care of me during the bombs, but she is just such a bee in my bonnet. Marshall always knew what to do about her. He would take me out for a fancy dinner when I had to see her. And oh, I can feel you glaring at this tape thing. We're friends because we grew up together. She's like my sister. Doesn't mean I have to like her. She's just part of my life, much as I hate it. <sighs> if you repeat this, I'll tan your hide. But I'm glad she's here. It's at least something that feels like home.
It's not a little white two-story home on a beautiful big field, but it's as close to home as I've got now. Ma'am, would you like some sweet tea? You got any in there that's actually sweet? I'm, I'm not sure, ma'am. Look at you, tiny little thing. You look terrified. Sit down. Oh, I'm afraid I can't. I'm working. If they try to start anything with you, you tell them Mrs. Rutherford told you to sit down. That ought to set them right. Okay. This is nice. I'm sorry, ma'am. Why did you want me to sit down? You got a problem giving an old woman company. Oh, no, ma'am. Not at all. Where are you from? Pennsylvania, originally. That's... But I was, I'm staying, I was staying with my big sister in, in Hell's Kitchen and... Hell's Kitchen? That's where all them Irish live. Yes, ma'am. It was all we could afford and they treated us well. But, well, my sister kicked me out and I stayed with one of the families for a bit. That's how I heard about the boat. The men were building it, so I applied to work here. I figured if my sister didn't want me around, at least I could do something, make something of myself out here. Oh... I'm sorry, I, I've been talking so much. Not at all, sweet thing. It's nice to hear someone else talking for a change. My friend, Edith, I'm sure you've had the unfortunate pleasure of serving her. Doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> What's so funny? I see you two a lot. I thought you were sisters. You fight like me and my sister. The good Lord knows I am too righteous to deserve such a curse. <laughs> Washburn. I've got to go. Excuse me? And just what makes her so special? Oh, uh, um, I mean... I am pulling your legs, Cindy. Go on, hon. And while you're up, bring me one of those lemon squares. Yes, ma'am. Finally, something that sounds nice. And Cindy sounds familiar. I, I wish there'd been a passenger manifesto that survived... I'd like to know everyone that was on there. Oh, who's that one random janitor that no one ever mentioned, you know? Maybe maybe I can get some kind of grant after I graduate and I can really investigate all of this. <laughs> okay, that's thinking too far ahead. Uh, moving on. Why do you smell like animal shit? I went to help the chickens. They appreciate me, unlike some. Since when have I not appreciated you? Plenty of times. I think this boat is making you crazy. You haven't been yourself ever since we set foot on here. Or is it that farmer? What kind of ridiculous notions has he filled your head with? He's not filling my head with anything. Maybe having to spend every waking moment with you is just showing me how really cruel you are. You better hope that's not him. Ah, good, you both are in. Roger, to what do we owe the unexpected drop-in? I wanted to check on you two. We were all scrambling so much during all that mess, and I didn't see you guys. Yes, we're fine. Fiona lost her head a bit, though. Hey! <laughs> Isn't that always the case? But what would these ladies do without us? Be perfectly fine, if you ask me. What was that, Fiona? Nothing. That's what I thought. Anyway, apparently there's a bit of a party planning committee for the Valentine's Day dinner. Was going to see if your wife wanted to join mine on the committee. You know, you could just ask me yourself. Quiet, Fiona. Let the men speak. Excuse, Excuse me? me? I'll let my wife know she's in. 
She'll be by tomorrow morning to start discussing the details. I have painting to do. It would be good for you to not paint for a day. I think your head is getting too clouded being down there. Tomorrow morning it is. Thank you, Roger. That whole war thing was just hell for all the animals. I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't exactly send out for supplies. I'm going to have to spend the next month probably rebuilding everything to be exactly like it was. And these assistants aren't worth much at all. None of them has ever swung a hammer in their life. So first I have to teach them how to build, and then do the actual building. The animals are double stacked in their pens now, just so I can keep them in order. Well, I feel terrible, and <sighs> I'm really worried about Fiona. I don't have any right to be, but her husband seems like a real piece of work. I don't want her around him, but uh, that's not my decision to make, you know? She's a smart woman. Really strong, too. I know she doesn't look strong, but she is. I'm sure she can show him what for if she needs to, uh, but still, I just don't want her getting hurt. Mary, it's a pleasure to see you. I was actually about to come see if you could take some time with me, with all that's... It's, it's, it's not that. I, I need your help. Getting rid of Tommy. Oh, what on earth do you mean? The, the the issue. It's not going away. Separate rooms didn't help, and and when the bombs ran off, I I ran to him because that's what I would normally do. Tommy, for how little I fear for him, Tommy is a good protector. He's a good provider, but he wouldn't even let me speak. I tried to tell him so many ways he wouldn't listen. I just wanted to tell him, to tell him the truth. I tried to talk to him about everything, but he just wouldn't shut up! Mrs. Washburn. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, don't, I don't know what came over me. I'm, I'm just... I need to be away from him. Mary, I'm going to need you to tell me what is going on so I can advise you I better. I love him. I haven't loved him in a long time. Are there stressors in your life that could uh, increase resentment? The stressor is him. Back home when he was gone, I felt free. It wasn't right there in front of me, a reminder of how broken I am. What makes you feel that you're uh, broken? Many wives experience resentment towards their husbands. <laughs> like this. This is just... I, I mean, it... I just really don't love him. I really, really don't love him. Do you wish for a divorce? A divorce? No, 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 no I can't. That's, that's just too cruel to do to him. And, and what would anyone want with me afterwards, young and divorced? My God, people talk enough as it is. Oh, then I admit I'm a bit lost as what you would like for me to do to help you. I don't know. I need him gone. I need to just... Never see him again. I understand, I think. Uh, will you do something for me, Mary? Yes. Next week is the Valentine's Day dinner. 
Now, I know this may sound childish, but I seem to recall Tommy said you were childhood sweethearts. Since our sophomore year. Well, perhaps that's what is needed. Recapture that childhood romance you both had for each other. You think that will change anything? It's worth a shot. Don't you agree? I guess. Continue your separate rooms until the dinner. I think it will give you an opportunity to go into the dinner with a clear mind. Thank you, Dr. Weissman. I, I hope it works. I really, really, really wish Mary had a briefcase. Here's to hoping that there's at least more of that. Yeah, I'm kind of realizing maybe this podcast is a lot more frustrating than I thought because I can't make sure that all of you hear the whole story. All I have are these tapes, and all I can do is piece together what I can from there. Let's see. I'm trying to find Nora's tape next, and I... I... I don't see it. Okay, I've looked through everything in this batch, and I can't find it. This can't be right. No, 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 no. Nora said they wouldn't kill her. She trusted them. She said they wouldn't hurt her if she just complied. Did they find out that she recorded the message? Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I've got to find her other tapes. That can't be it. Max, chill the fuck out. I'm on the phone with my dad. Sorry, Eric. Okay, um, I'm just, I'm just going to play something from the doctor while I search. I can't deal with this. Mr. Moretti, uh, thank you for... Coming by. Uh, yeah. What's this about? Well, I don't have any tapes yet for you. Oh, no. This is just a simple checkup. Uh, after our previous situation, I figured it necessary to follow up with everyone. Oh, yeah. That was, uh, that was rough. Explosions uh, frighten you? Oh, no, not me. There were mines near my old farm. I got used to it. But the animals had it bad. They were upset, destroyed everything. I gotta rebuild a lot, and it's gonna take a long time. Oh, that is very stressful. Yeah, it's work. If anything, I'll enjoy being able to take my mind off things. There is something bothering you. I apologize. The amount of tapes I have you and my other patients do means I don't get to review them all immediately. Well, no, I understand. It's okay. It's just this, uh... This really nice lady. She's got it rough. And I worry. A lady? Uh, I thought only men worked in the farms. Uh, You haven't mentioned before any other friends on the ship. It's that painter lady, Mrs. Bedivere. I'm paying her to paint a mural in the farm for the animals. You know, to make them feel more at home. Oh, that is a wonderful idea. I'm sure we all would love some touches of home. Yeah, it's looking beautiful. My problem is, she seems to be in trouble, like with her husband. Now, I know it's none of my business, but I mean, I don't know. I just don't like it. What kind of trouble? I think he roughs her up. Now, I don't have solid proof, just a hunch. But my hunches ain't never wrong. Could you do me a favor and, like, I don't know, talk to her or something? I mean, that's what you do, right? At least as far as I understand it. <laughs> That is a basic summary of what I do, yes. 
Would you feel better about it if I spoke to her, even if nothing changed? Well, maybe. I mean, she wouldn't talk to me about it. Everybody needs somebody to talk to. Oh, you seem very concerned for her. Why am I not supposed to be? No, no, no. It is a new facet of your personality. Forgive me. Uh, I tend to be so interested in the mind and its functions that I say strange things aloud. Oh, okay. Uh, well, is it all right if I go now? Uh, I got some more building to do. Oh, yes, yes, of course, of course. Thank you. Mr. Moretti has confessed to me his interactions with my other patient, Mrs. Fiona Bedivere. If his suspicions of her situation are correct, then I am indeed concerned. However, as a psychologist, all I can do is encourage her to speak to me on it. I will have to look into all of this. I I can't find them. I don't know if they're just lost among the other files, but I can't find Nora's files. I uh I need to call Scott and Ellie. Okay, that's what I need to do. They'll know. They she just can't be dead yet. She cannot be dead. Hey, Ellie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, this is really big. I'm looking for Nora's files, and I can't find them? What? Nora, the mistress. I need the rest of her tapes. I don't know who any of these people are, Max. I just organize shit by what the files were labeled as, and I don't really listen to your podcast. Sorry. I, I don't know who Nora is, much less I, I was in the middle of sleeping. Okay, well, what about Scott? Maybe he knows. Go wake him up. You don't understand! I need that file! And I need sleep. Good night, Max. No, 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 no! <clears throat> okay, I'm... I'm just gonna end this episode so I can keep looking. I know those tapes have to be in here somewhere. The Blood Crow Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season 1, The SS Utopia, is written by Ellie Collins. Sound production by Scott Moore. Dr. Wiseman is played by David Benedict. Max is played by Evan Ivey. Tommy Washburn is Judson Ragsdale. Mary Washburn is Laura Hauser. Aidan Manis is Joe Ravenson. Fiona Bedivere is Amanda Van Heil. Nora is Emily Thomas. Penny Rutherford is Angel Ash. Leo Moretti is Charlie Close. Additional voices provided by Zachary Vaudo, Audrey Statler, Lindsay Van Pelt, Leif Ballard, Arun Matthew, Daniel Van Heil, Eric Ravenscraft, and Gray Lynn. Subscribe on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice and follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast, Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories, and Facebook at Facebook.com backslash The Blood Crow Stories. Find us on Patreon at Patreon.com backslash the blood crow stories to become a patron we would like to thank our newest patreon sponsor aaron of alexandria archives